If you're enjoying this episode, check out Fearless Fridays with Marianne, the podcast to help you transform past pain into present power so that you can heal your inner child and reshape your future. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Dannert in Rochester, New York. My mission is to see women worldwide live a free, fearless, and fabulous life. Subscribe to Fearless Fridays with Marianne on the Jazzcast Pros Network, available right here on your favorite podcast player. And remember, you are a priority and you matter. I be on it all night, man. I be on it all day, straight up pimping. If you want me, you can find me in the air. Actually, you can find me in the bed. I've been going through some things, y'all. Now, that is my song. Yeah. And so today, I want to talk to you about stress, right? What is it like when you're in the midst of it? Um, You know, I'm still in the midst of this uphill battle with uh, depression, anxiety, and borderline personality disorder. And I want you to know that it's going to be okay. Like, I know that it's going to be okay. Our bodies are actually designed to experience and react to stress. The issue is when it becomes excessive, when the body doesn't have the opportunity to rest when you are in a chronic state of stress, meaning that you are living in a state of stress in how stress straight up can kill you. But for most of us, stress is just this natural reaction to life and it's what we do with it that becomes important. Jazzcast Pros. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality, and it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. It's high-tech, but easy to use, and unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer, and your guests don't either. Riverside.fm is the leading platform to record studio-quality audio or video podcasts. They even have a really cool video editor to help you make content for social media. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JAZZYCAST to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. The link is in the show notes. Now back to Living the Front Seat Life podcast on the Jazzcast Pros Network. Welcome to Living the Front Seat Life podcast. I am your host, Coach Kelly Marie. This is a podcast about me, a Black woman living with mental health disorders and deciding which way to go on this journey that we call life. Now I'm recording from Buffalo, New York. The weather is beautiful. Winter is coming. But until then... I am enjoying the light. If you listen to the last episode of Living the Front Seat Life podcast, I told you that I was going to be keeping it real with you. I am quirky and weird and I use broken English. I swear. I like cigars. What else? Lots of things, right? And so I've been I've been holding back on sharing those parts of me, right? If you go back and you listen to the any episode. You got professional Kelly who like asked all of the right questions. I mean, I come with personality. It's evident. It's just there. But 
I was holding back. And so I promised myself I would do a little bit better on being regular Kelly. So if you know me in day-to-day life, even at work, this is me. Like this right here, this is me. Other Kelly that well, that you heard on the podcast uh, was very clean, right? Very just clean and crisp and asking questions and having conversations. And we're still going to do that. Like that's still going to be a part of the podcast. But you are missing the actual life experience that... I've been going through. And that really was the purpose of the podcast for me to share with you what it's like to live a front seat life, what it's like to drive on the journey, what it's like to take the detour, what it's like to drive in the rain. I have only been sharing with you what it's like to drive in the light, what it's like to drive in the sunshine. I haven't talked about the detours. I haven't talked about the pit stops and the crashes and the flat tires and, you know, all of the the idioms and, and stuff that, you know, we compare a car and living life to. And I, I really want to work hard to change that. And so one of those ways is just flowing in conversation. Well, to be honest, I've always kind of flowed in conversation. You can ask Jazz, um, my fantastic producer. Big shout out to Jazz, Jazz Cast Pros Network. But this is a different kind of flow. This is a more relaxed flow. It's always been authentic. And so one of the things I want to begin to do is to really share more about the current situation. The things I've shared on the podcast before have been things that have happened in the past, right? Like, let me tell you how I got out of this one thing two years ago. And and I think it's important for you to really get an idea and understanding of how mental illnesses work in some people, right? Like I'm only sharing my experience and everyone is not going to be the same, but I think it's important to share with you in the go through. You know, when we talk about mental health and we talk about mental illnesses and we talk about challenges, I often talk about just the healthy part. You know, again, if you have been to the website or or any of my events, been on a workshop uh, that I've hosted, you know, you you get clean Kelly, right? You you get the presenter, you get the the well spoken um, speaker, right? like that's what I do. But behind the scenes, what's happening? I haven't been sharing those things with you. And that is just as important and just as real as the other parts of me that I've been sharing. You know, it's important to share the whole journey because if you are in a place where you're trying to figure out your mental health situation or you're trying to figure out, you know, or identify maybe some triggers or you're trying to identifying some signs and symptoms that may be manifesting in your life. If I'm not sharing that with you in the moment, like what you get when I actually talk about it later on down the line is the cleaned up version. It's the I'm healthy now version, right? What is it like when you're in the midst of it? I want you to know that it's going to be okay. Like I know that it's going to be okay. I also know that I need to keep taking my medication. I know that I need to keep uh, going to my therapy sessions. I know that I need to keep making my lists. I know that I need to uh, keep up with my schedule. 
I know I need to keep going to bed at the same time. Like there are things I know I need to do and and, and have been doing and need to just maintain those things. And my hope is that because I was able to catch this so soon that it won't progress and, and get worse. So stay tuned. Um, like, subscribe, and share. You're supposed to say that stuff in the beginning, but yeah, you know, if you made it to this point, like, subscribe, share, right? And so today I want to talk to you about stress and what stress is like and how stress straight up can kill you. Greetings, everyone. My name is Ra. Yes, I am the host of Father Torch. I would like to take this time to invite you in my discussions on very, very important topics of being a black and brown father in today's society. Being a parent, the other parent, we face trials and tribulations too. We have worries, we have feelings. Here at Father Torch, we promote the advocacy of being the dad you wish you had. Join me at fathertorch.com. You know, stress is everywhere it, and it's not inherently a bad thing. Stress is, is any physical force on the body. It doesn't have to be a physical force. It can be psychological. It could be, you know, a stress response to a situation. Like if, if I sit in a chair, that's physical stress. Like I'm, I'm stressing a part of my body to sit in the chair. It's not a big deal, right? If I go to pick up some weights, that's a physical stress. I'm using my muscles to pick up and move an object. That's okay. Our bodies are actually designed to experience and react to stress. The issue is when it becomes excessive, when the body doesn't have the opportunity to rest when you are in a chronic state of stress, meaning that you are living in a state of stress. When that happens, we're not talking about weightlifting. We're not talking about sitting in a chair or taking the stairs. We're talking about the physiological, the emotional, the mental stress that your body is going through in reaction to either stressors, you know, outside stressors, work or family, internal stressors. Maybe there could be a physical illness going on um, that is causing your body stress, or it could be a, a mental um, illness that could be causing stress. But for most of us, stress is just this natural reaction to life, to internal and external uh, factors. And it's what we do with it that becomes important. And everyone experiences stress. Everyone experiences stress at different levels and, and have different responses to it. But I wanted to share with you the importance of managing your stress and dealing with it when it occurs. So I'm going to give you an example of of something that happened in my day job. One of my staff members, you know, was having a physical stress reaction. And, you know, they were like, man, um, just forgive me, you know. And the collective response, there were four of us in the room, the collective response was like, there's nothing to forgive you for, right? Your body is reacting 
to stress. And if you don't let it go ahead and react now, you're going to stifle it and you're going to react to it later. See, the thing with stress is you can't ignore it. And a lot of us think that we can, but you can't. When we don't deal with stressors and stressful situations and manage them in the moment, that stress comes back. It can come back by way of high blood pressure. It can come back by way of diabetes. It can come back by way of headaches. Have you ever had a stress headache or a tension headache? Right. Dealing with stress is a part of the human experience. But there are ways to deal with stress as a part of the human experience that are healthy um, and that can prevent that stress from coming back and having a negative impact on you later on. So our body responds to stress and there are physical responses, physical symptoms that you can notice. Those like aches and pains, you know, I was talking about headaches, you can get chest pains. I know that, you know, some people have thought they were having a heart attack or their chest tightens up and they, they can't function. They can't move. They're just, they're in pain. Heart palpitations, like the heart is racing. The high blood pressure is something that uh, stress has a great impact on. Um, you know, you can have muscle tension and tightness. Uh, a lot of folks carry stress in their necks uh, and shoulders and get those tension knots in your body. You can have, and this one, um, actually I deal with a lot, is stomach and digestive um, problems. When I'm very stressed and anxious, I immediately get these stomach pains, like horrible. It's like someone's wringing out my insides. And I told you that I was going to give you all the details, but I end up with IBS, irritable bowel syndrome symptoms. I do not have IBS, but in those moments of stress, when it is more than my body can handle, or it's something that uh, pops up unexpectedly, my body will react in that way. A lot of the other symptoms uh, come and go because I, I, I deal with the stress in the moment or shortly thereafter. But stress can also affect um, your libido and your physical ability to have sex because it, it is not, the, the body it functions in very specific and certain ways. And when it is fighting stress, it is possible that it does not allow other parts of the body to work, like your penis or your clitoris, your vagina. These are all adult words and they're okay to say. Uh, and so many people, when they are very stressed out, are unable to have sex. Um, having a, a weakened immune system is also um, a stress response. Again, everyone doesn't have all of the physical symptoms. You might have one or none. You, know, you, you may not have a physical symptom and manifestation of stress. It may be more emotional and mental, and it may come out as frustration and irritability and anger. Um, depression, panic attacks, and sadness. like the, It comes out in ways that you, you might not expect it. 
And so if you don't manage that stress in the moment, if you don't find ways to pause and to practice, I'm going to say mindfulness, but it doesn't have to be mindfulness, but begin to practice ways of moving stress out of your body or allowing your body to simply process the stress. Like if you feel the tears coming on, let the tears come, cry it out, get it back together and keep it moving, right? But when you stifle the body's natural reaction, it's going to search and find another way to get the stress out. It may be stress eating. I have that issue myself, right? It, it, the stress will come out. And so it is much better to process that stress in the moment if it's safe for you to do so, right? If you are in a, a comfortable environment for you to do that, do it, do it. We have to get to the point where it is okay to have bad days. It is uh, okay to not want to laugh and and joke and and have a a good time being out and about. It's okay to want to stay home. It's okay to want to take a nap. It's okay. It's okay, right? But there comes a point where you are not processing the stress, or if you're processing it in unhealthy ways like excessive drinking, gambling, and overeating, and smoking, substance use, and overuse, those unhealthy behaviors can lead to even more health problems, and none of them actually help you get rid of the stress. And so what stresses one person may not stress another. What stresses one person may stress a whole group of other people. It's just different. And so there are some strategies that you could implement to help you process that stress, to get stress relief. I'm going to use the E word and it's a little uh, foreign to me right now, but exercise is healthy way to process stress. It is a way that you can get the stress out. And it doesn't have to be like this, you know, long drawn out, hour long, two hour long. I got a friend that spends like half a day on Saturday in the gym. That's how they do their thing, right? But it could just be a short walk. You know, you could be at work and for your break, go for a quick walk around the block or down the street and back up the street. It doesn't have to be, you know, this this uh, strenuous uh, workout routine. Um, journaling is a great way to manage your stress. Getting out the things that are causing you the stress. You know what what's happening in life. Write it down. Getting it out of your mind, you know, off of, off of your conscious plate and onto that piece of paper, or you can use your phone, has proven to be very beneficial to many people. Uh, having an attitude of gratitude, which sounds corny as I don't know what, but having an attitude of gratitude helps. It helps tremendously. It changes how you perceive stress. Uh, it, it just does. So what, 
you know, it's like a, a couple ways that you can have an attitude of gratitude. You can, in your journaling process, you can write about positive things that happened that day or write about some wins that you had that day. Uh, the win could be you made it to work and you didn't cuss anybody out. That's a win. Listen, you do not have to get deep with it, right? Like if you really wanted to give somebody the business and you didn't, that's a win. It's all about perspective. Um, setting some goals, reasonable goals. I'm going to take out the garbage when I get home. When you get home, you take out the garbage. That is a goal. <laughs> Check mark. It's done. The brain processes that as a win. When you have wins, like you set goals and you meet them, it's changing your perspective on how you see your wins and, and possible losses. Uh, and the one that I really love is coloring. I love to color. I've like tapped into my inner kid. And um, so I, I've got coloring books. There's some awesome ones out there, adult coloring books. Um, there's an artist, Alexa Joan, over at um, eatoffart.com. She and I think Adrice has a coloring book, Adrice Wadget from eatoffart.com. They have a, a coloring book or two, uh, beautiful shapes and designs. I want to use the word movements, like They've captured movements on paper. I use those to color. Absolutely, positively, one of my favoriteest things to do. And listen, you don't have to have a coloring book. You can grab a piece of paper and doodle. You can draw. You can, you know, grab some Sharpie markers in the office and take a break and sit at the the lunch table and uh, just go to town. Right? It doesn't have to be a, a traditional uh, coloring book. Right? That's again like one of my favorites. My other favorite, I love Legos. So finding games that you can play that allow you to step away, that allow you to be there in the moment, but not have to be in the moment. So I have a thing with Legos and I'm currently searching for a new Lego set to put together. I just put together a globe. It's so cool. Okay, I'll take a picture and post it up on uh, IG and Facebook. Living the front seat life. Maybe I'll do a video. Jazz would be happy if I did a video. I will see if I can figure out how to do a video and put it up on Instagram and Facebook for you. But I love Legos. Like, that's my jam. And, you know, you may need to find something that other people think is weird. Like who cares what they think? This is about you and your mental health. This is about you and managing the stress, about you getting the stress out. So just so long as you're not hurting anybody, just so long as it is appropriate, uh, go for it, man. This is about your health. So do the things that will help you. And you might not know, Right. If you've never had to look at stress in this way and have never had to figure out how to manage stress in the moment, you might need to try out a couple of things to see what really fits. I say go with the Legos, but your call on what you do. It's, it's so incredibly important 
if you are feeling stressed out and overwhelmed, and I went through some of those physical and mental signs and symptoms, um, and you are not able to manage it well, it's time to talk to someone. You know, talk to your doctor, talk to a mental health professional. It's time to talk to someone. A way and method of making sure you're better able to manage stress is to do some preventative work. I personally have not developed a routine, but um, I'm working on it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. Um, my therapist uh, recently uh, told me in a session, you know, she was like, listen, why do you have to do all these things? And I was like, well, what do you mean? Why do I have to do all these things? She's like, well, you go to work, you know, you have a podcast, you have, you know, your church activities, you've got all these, like, why, who says you have to do all this stuff every day? Nobody, right? Like, I know that, but I don't at the same time. And so it took me having a conversation with her and to be able to identify, not that I have too many things on my plate, because I'm I'm fairly, I think I'm I'm fairly good there, but to identify this unspoken, undeclared need to do a lot of things. And so I'm that's one of the things that I'm working on. But some of the ways you can be preventative is to implement relaxation techniques. Meditation, yoga, uh, doing deep breathing exercises. You know, now those I rock out with deep breathing exercises. Out of all of the things that uh, you can add to that list of prevention, like deep breathing exercises, they lower my blood pressure, they clear my mind. It's really incredible how therapeutic purposely breathing is. And I'm actually going to bring someone on the podcast to talk about mindfulness and and breathing and how to better help prevent and manage some stress. But going to sleep on time and and getting a full night's sleep, everybody needs different amounts of sleep, right? So uh, one person might need, you know, nine hours, somebody else might need seven hours, but getting the right amount of sleep for you. If you are having trouble sleeping, head over to the podcast page and listen to the episode on sleep. We have a sleep expert, uh, Soda Kuchkowski, and she talks all about how to get a good night's sleep and how to set up a sleep routine. So if you're having troubles in that area, definitely head over to um, the podcast website, um, frontseatlife.com. The podcast is at the top of the page. Click on that. It takes you to the whole list of podcasts. Um, Soda Kuchkowski, Start With Sleep, fantastic episode. Um, eating healthy. I know candy and chocolate and cake is so good, but those vegetables have stuff in them. I don't know, you know, like all the healthy things. Uh, that help our body. Like they're there for a reason and they can truly help you manage your mental health and your physical health. Like, right? Physical health makes sense because it's food. We're talking food. But um, cutting back on processed foods, eating whole foods, and, and so a whole food would be anything in its original state or close to its original state, having more of those in your life. 
um, is a plus. If you're looking for ways to increase your vegetable intake, our highest downloaded episode of all time is with Chef Alexa. And she outlined some ways to begin to make that switch to a healthier diet. And her recommendation is always make vegetables the star of your plate. Like don't make it complicated. Don't break out the measuring cup and all. just make vegetables the star of your plate. So when you sit down and eat your meal, you should be like, wow, these vegetables are the star of the plate. So if you just got like a couple string beans, that's not a star, right? You got two Brussels sprouts. I know you might not like Brussels sprouts. They are actually my favorite vegetable. But yeah, two Brussels sprouts on the plate with a, a nice honking chunk of beef. The Brussels sprouts are not the star, right? So make vegetables the star of your plate. Another way is to to start with those boundaries, right? Learning to say no, letting people stay within the boundaries that you've set for them. Super huge. And that's a practice. That's a process. It's not easy, right? All of these things take time, but they're excellent ways to help you manage and prevent stress affecting your body. The biggest takeaway, honestly, is feel it. If you're in it, feel it and move on. Hey, if you like this episode, check out Getting Real with Bossy, where we chat about what it's like to be a woman business owner. You'll hear interviews with women who are doing what it takes to succeed and the reality of what that looks like. We cover all the topics, figuring out the rules and regulations, navigating business partnerships, even if that's your spouse, motherhood while running a business, working within your values, and all the ups and downs of being the boss. Are you ready to get real? Pop over to our podcast, Getting Real with Bossy. Fantastic. So I want to make sure that you have the information you need if you are in or know someone that is in a mental health crisis, like you're in crisis mode, dial 988 on your phone to speak to a crisis counselor. You can also, you know, head over to your um, nearest hospital if you are in an imminent situation, which I, I hope, you know, you never have to experience but I'd rather you be here, right? And not take a permanent action to a temporary solution, right? So if you are experiencing a crisis or if someone you know is experiencing a crisis, please call 988, um, head over to your nearest emergency room to get the help that's there, right? And the help that you deserve. You deserve to be healthy. You deserve to be happy. Life is hard enough as it is. You know, managing and dealing with stress is like ugh, the worst, but healing is possible. I'm an example. I know I'm going through some things right now, but when you look at my life and look back on, on how wild things were, it, it's no comparison to what I'm experiencing now. So I am super sleepy. I haven't been sleeping well. It's past my bedtime. Uh, it's like eight o'clock. It's not, <laughs> but I feel like it's past my bedtime, right? Like I can feel the scratchy throat and all that stuff happening. So um, until the next time, I encourage you to take some time out, figure out what stress management techniques work for you. Again, try one or two, see how they work. It could be deep breathing. It could be meditation. It could be walking. It could be coloring or Legos, woo, woo, right? And don't be afraid to ask for help. 
if you're looking for a therapist or you're looking for services, you, you don't quite know where to go, you can dial 211. Until the next time, um, which hopefully will be next week, I encourage you to be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Oh, you didn't hear me? I encourage you to be kind to yourself. It's going to be okay. And just know that there are, are people that are here to help and they're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I am going to rest up. I've got some work travel to do and I'm hoping that it'll kind of be therapeutic. I don't know, probably not because I don't want to go, but <laughs> when duty calls, duty calls <laughs> until the next time. Thank you so much for listening. Like, subscribe, share all the things that I should have said at the top of the show. You know, let people know you're listening send it to your friends and family if, you know, you, you think they could benefit from it. All right. So until the next time, I appreciate you so much. I wish I could give you a big hug. Uh, but be the light. <laughs>